1: Welcome to the WrestleMania Raw preview. I'm know, Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Deli Boys of What Culture, Mike and Michael Sidgwick. Here's to look ahead to tonight's episode of WrestleMania Raw. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review man and Raw but also Friday Night and it's... Oh, AW dot Hey. And (laughs) AW Rampage, as well as pay per views and premium live events. We also have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week, complete with a bloody quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, looking ahead to tonight's WrestleMania Raw, the go home Raw ahead of WrestleMania. How are you feeling about this, Sige?
2: Good. Really? Because, well, it's Cody night. It's Cody either being announced, debuting, or but announced. Something interesting is going to happen.
1: Dare I ask, could you even watch this live, possibly surrounded by your your children and your, your lovely wife Frances? Keep my wife's name out your fing <laughs> mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, it's Cody time, isn't it, basically?
3: A Will Smith beat. WrestleMania Raw, Cody. You're a banter hound with three bones.
1: <laughs> what a day. Like a what?
3: dog with three cats. <laughs> Cody is potentially about to, like, draw his, what, fourth raw number in a row? (laughs) It's not even appeared yet. They'd be wise to do what they've done every week and leave the ifs and the buts to the final segment when almost nothing happens. Except this week, you get a little bit more than almost nothing. You get a name drop. You get something. You get wrestling has more than one royal family echoing throughout the arena, whatever it is. That is legitimately, as it has been from the very beginning, from the first day, go back and listen to the feed when we first started talking about Cody to WWE. We always said this, the thrill and the excitement of this was going to be electrifying. And now it's either here we are, or here we are in five, six days with it being confirmed. That's so cool. I hope. Should we talk about it now? Absolutely. Dive in, yeah. I hope he's
2: mentioned by name only. Mm. The maximum I want to see of Cody Rhodes face, I do think they should do this, is show the match graphic on the Tron Massive, booming, holy chance, because surely at this point, the money is in the surreal juxtaposition, the contrast of AEW's version of Cody Rhodes Mm -hmm. with the neck tattoo, the license theme, all of it, all the gaga appearing for the first time in wwe at the most wwe event
3: they could give them the elevator it's wrestlemania
2: could give them the elevator they could give them the goddamn elevator <sighs> oh. for one night only at wrestlemania because they will set the tone for an actual wrestlemania moment that michael cole doesn't he probably will or jimmy smith probably will scream blue murder about about how it is in fact a wrestlemania moment but it actually will be one i want to show long hook where Seth Rollins, as he said last week, he's going to take the show hostage until he gets something at WrestleMania. Cut to... No chance, that's what you got. Yeah. Vince McMahon comes out. Oh, God, well, yeah, Vince has summoned him. him today, hasn't yeah. he? Vince has summoned him, and there's going to be a report on social media that'll work some kind of meeting goes ahead without a resolution. They might even shoot an angle about this meeting and Seth and Vince screaming at each other in the face. So, Seth can say something to the effect of the meeting did not go well. I did not get what I want. I need a match at WrestleMania. No chance in hell. Summons. Vince McMahon comes out on stage, opening seg. Oh, Chef. Fucking architect. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll say <laughs> something to the effect of. And then he's going to say. i have an opponent with you by the end of the fucking night. He's going to say, i have an opponent for you at the end of the night. And Seth can go, (laughs) no, 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 man, no, it's bullshit, it's bullshit, man. No, 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 no. You know when he tries to be hard, he's not. (laughs) And then he's going to say something, and then Vince will say, by the end of the night, you will have an opponent who is undeniable. (gasps) And Seth can do a face as if to say, I think I know what you mean. And he said, if there won't be a WrestleMania, instead of there won't be a Raw tonight, Okay, old man, old man. <laughs> there will not be a WrestleMania if you don't come through with my opponent on the end of the night. You do the thing that WWE wants to do and likes to do. Show long Hook. Keep watching, keep watching all of this mid-stuff and then something good might happen at the <laughs> end. And then at the end, Vince McMahon will do the old... Throw to the Tron, and the last image of Monday Night Raw is the match graphic of Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. Mm. I don't want to see this man living in living color until WrestleMania because the surreal image will just be too great. Don't waste it on
3: Raw. I mean, I love it. I would rather this than anything I could pitch. I had something far more rubbish, far more WWE than that, which is true. Well, don't say that because that's way more likely then. I think Vince does get the summoning and the Vince McMahon element of this the whole thing with Seth has been like, oh, last chance, last chance, last chance, but you can't really buy any more last chances off Sonya Deville and Adam Pierce, but Vincent Mayne can give you a last chance. And as part of, in his mind, what is some tough love, he offers up Austin Theory's match with Pat McAfee, and you get Austin Theory versus Seth Rollins, and then somehow Seth Rollins slips up yet again, and he really does get nothing. And then Cody Rhodes basically just invites himself to WrestleMania as a kind of, as WWE's version, the kind of... Remember when, like, obviously Scott Hall sadly passed, and then immediately people started imagining, well, well this is something quite nice that you can draw from the past here with Cody Rhodes coming in as the outsider, like a WWE sanctioned outsider invasion, which is Seth Rollins, like fully in bail. I got nothing left, but Cody Rhodes comes into this world to offer him this one last bit of salvation, which is I'm a bigger star than you now, so I'll give you that at WrestleMania again, only through the form of a, like a graphic yeah. or something like that, or some because it's WWE, you don't need logic to tie any this sort of stuff together, but just that last little wave of magic wand at mm. the end of the show when Seth is down the dumps. Because Austin Theory has fought for the match that he desperately wants with Pat McAfee. He's Vince's boy and Vince can pretend, well, trust, 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 trust. you know, really, he kind of hates him. And when Pat beats WrestleMania. Like <laughs> yeah, just, when, like, when Austin Theory results in Vince taking a kick to the head off an of <laughs> NFL, he's not going to be best pleased. But yeah, I think they might do something along those lines. But this does feel, it's, it, it's got to be a show-long hook. Like, otherwise, why would they bother dragging it out to this point? This is probably yeah. going to be the last. You know, those go-home moments. What's the last thing you see on a Raw before WrestleMania?
1: Tug wall with a belt. Exactly. It's got to be this, is not it? It's got to be a Cody-related <laughs> thing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I think they're going to do something with this. I mean, I think he was summoned to the office, technically, this morning, but they could do an earlier today. And then, mm. yeah, like you say, it's not fully been resolved. Maybe Seth goes in the wrong room. Oh, sorry, Vince, going in the wrong rooms. There's only smoke and mirrors in there. Equipment also also good, Uh, but yeah, fingers crossed. I I agree. I want it to be more than heavily hinted tonight, but also I don't need yeah Cody running in and attacking Seth before the match. For example,
2: I just preserve this feeling. Preserve it. Don't run an angle. There's nothing that they can do that's more powerful than could it. Literally, the could it be
3: all my thing at WrestleMania. Pharaoh walks down the aisle as a contract round on his collar. (laughs) Ooh! <laughs> no set, 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 <laughs> the contact. Pharaoh walks after the back.
1: No pyro, please no pyro. Um, now this is a huge roar. Of course, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. We talked a little bit about on the on the SmackDown review. Um, still somehow fascinating as every week, and, and Roman Reigns running scared on SmackDown this week from Brock, who flying kicked a member of security. In case you missed
3: it, it's. Yeah, it, it's been so entertaining on SmackDown, in a way where nothing else on SmackDown is really entertaining. This almost feels like it can't be half as good on Raw, because some of the other stuff on Raw has been sort of morbidly entertaining, or fascinating at least, or whatever. I almost don't have faith in this to do as well on this show when they've been paying, I wouldn't say paying attention, that's too generous, but they've been profiling all the other wrestlers mm. on Raw quite well for who's going to be on WrestleMania. For better and worse. Some of the stories are abysmal. But I, I don't know quite what to make of Brock and Roman. On top of it. it's a, to borrow one of your phrases as well, bon, there's like a hat on top of a hat. It's, mm-hmm. it's already WrestleMania Raw. We've already had Brock and Roman do pretty cool Brock and Roman stuff on SmackDown. I'm suggesting that people lower their expectations. There's another SmackDown... To go as well, yeah. where they'll almost... WrestleMania f- Smackdown. WrestleMania Smackdown, <laughs> great. Like, I, I just, I feel like this is the night to lower your expectations because there's so much other stuff on this card. There's other stories that can be profiled. If anything, it's kind of illogical for Roman to be there knowing full well that Brock would be. I can't see much more in the u getting F5s. Yeah. That's, I know that's not that very creative, but I just, I don't think this is their night. I think if any, if there's going to be one more
1: night for these two, it's going to be Friday rather than tonight. I think maybe Roman, st- uh, sorry, Brock stands tall tonight and, and Roman maybe stands tall on Friday. Cool. As a, it, what, like you say, that you talked about... Everybody's tall. <laughs> they, they do this collision course thing and then, obviously, things get in the way, basically. Aye, because they want to save <laughs> him getting
2: f 5 for WrestleMania. If they've got one last major set-piece angle with cars or loads of security detail, that's going to be on SmackDown. It's the last chance, the last push... So yeah, I can't really see them doing anything tonight because the way the stories escalate and it's like the contrivances, like keeping Roman and Brock apart at this point are not only ridiculous, they're good because it allows Brock Lesnar to try and be creative about how he can do it, but they are getting a little bit ridiculous, fines threatened, they can't do suspension, it's too close. I don't think we're going to see much tonight. It's a numbers grab. Yeah. More than
3: than an excuse to be particularly creative. Mm.
1: Do you think tonight's the night, stage that Bobby Lashley makes his return? Uh, Omos has been uh, battering, what was it, Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz and, and, and saying that he can dominate anyone, basically. And, yeah, the rumor mill seems to be suggesting that Bobby Lashley will be his opponent at WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, and Lashley ain't losing because I think they've realized what they have with Omos, and it's very little. Uh, it feels like this Omos thing where it's like, oh, I'm still capable of killing people even though they... The promotion that books me doesn't think I'm very good at it, otherwise they wouldn't have blown off the AJ Styles match that we built we've been building to mm. towards a year. So maybe we'll see Lashley tonight, maybe via satellite or whatever. But this all feels like this little sort of oh, they care about Omos again. That's weird. And then in, when I read the report, I heard the report that um oh it's because they need to heat someone up for Lashley making an unexpected quick return from injury, it's like, ah, oh, so that's what they're doing that for. So I can only I don't really care about this as a story. It's only something i care about vaguely it's sort of a thing on the a little blip on the news cycle i can only analyze it from a purely booking point of view in my role as an analyst here bobby will go over in about five minutes i they'll do uh, the best seriously as stark as i'm being Amos being able to withstand the uh the hurt lock is a decent bit of drama i guess on the night so
3: there's, it's worth exploring i guess but it, they're not going to let him like, hit him with a dominator, either, right? let's be honest. Yeah. No. The, the, the incredible visual you would hope for from Bobby Lashley versus Omos is probably not forthcoming at this <laughs> point in the <Omos's laughs> development. Or maybe, I don't even know if any of this is anatomically possible.
2: If they'd had a little bit more care preserving and promoting Omos, they just lost interest so clearly after the AJ Styles three-minute, oh, here it is, we don't really want to do it because it's going to be rubbish, but here it is anyway because we kind of have to. If they'd actually blown that off in advance and kept Omos ticking along, i be kind of into this as yeah. a spectacle. Mm. It should be, but they've
3: shown the hand with what they think of him was. It's did they not um, leave him out of the field of the for the Andre on yeah. SmackDown as well, which again is telling that the WrestleMania plan is in place. They've just saved it. I think, to be fair to them, if they'll have known that Bobby Lashley was good to go for probably a little bit longer than any of us would have done and they've realized the smart thing to do here is to just tack it on at the last minute rather than attempt to attach any story to it. Mm -hmm. Again, it's probably one of them things where you're measuring people's expectations. If you've got just five or six days to get hype for Bobby Lashley almost, maybe that's enough. It's a pretty cool-looking match graphic. The mind's eye can conjure up a lot of stuff, even if on the night the two wrestlers themselves can't, and you don't want to let that mind's eye wander for too long. (laughs) This is probably the exact amount of time you need this match to
1: be real and no longer... People are probably wondering why we haven't spoken about arguably one of the biggest matches on Raw tonight. And that's because it's not been officially confirmed as far as I can tell. I've seen it shared everywhere on social media, the the, the graphic, even you know the Raw graphic itself. Um, but as far as I can tell, it's not on .com, it's not on WWE's Twitter. At time of recording, I have a feeling this is going to be one of those things that has been rumoured, has been basically confirmed, uh, but won't get announced until... Friday evening, sort of UK time. There's a dream tag match, basically, Hamfler. It is the uh, champions versus the challengers. It is Becky and Charlotte, uh, the Raw and Smackdown women's champions against the number one contenders, Ronda Rousey uh, and Bianca Belair. And the key question is, can they coexist? I mean,
3: I knew you were going to say it, but it doesn't make it any less grim to hear the words regardless. The, the reason this match is, yeah, not confirmed. So it was picked up on, from a sharing on the WWE's official Facebook. Yes, it didn't look entirely real in the screenshot I saw, nor did the inclusion of the match graphic. But somebody's done a very good job. If it's not a WWE staffer, it's somebody that's done a very convincing job of the four of them on this graphic. But enough other outlets or people online have picked it up and ran with it, and as you say, you know, there's every chance there's every chance it was real, and that Facebook thing at the point at the point it was uploaded was the you know the plan, and then that match has been torn up, and maybe mm-hmm. that's why it's not on WWE.com. We can only speculate assuming that the match is going to exist, because more fun, too, than not. Oh, yeah. This is captivating, but possibly for all the wrong reasons. I saw this graphic, and I popped this morning. Oh, I shouted up to... You see what's a Raw at night? I haven't said that in about three years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> across the desk, right? Because the graphic is absolutely captivating. These are, you know, objectively and subjectively, the four biggest stars in the division at the moment. It's two WrestleMania title matches. It's you know, very possibly one of the main events, and maybe even another one, if things were a little bit different on the card. Um, and yet... The closest example we have to this match's quality was the one with Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, and it was a complete and total disaster. Do you remember that from last year? Oh, yeah. A nightmarish vision of the Can They coexist thing eating itself at long last. As we would later learn, there was way more dissension between Charlotte and Becky than them two just playing the heel versions of themselves, (laughs) as we would later see that play out. And that as well, like this such exciting drama now around anything to do with them too, because of what happened around Survivor Series time. It's not of WWE's... WWE haven't earned that, but it's there. We all know it's there. And the four wrestlers all bring something unique and of a very high standard to this, when if it indeed does go ahead, all eyes are going to be on it. It's just big-time chaos. You cannot, like, I don't think, anyway, maybe this is just me, I don't think you can pull yourself away from a match like this if in, if it is indeed happening. It's, it's too big to look away. So who is it Becky and Charlotte mm-hmm. versus
2: Ronda and Bianca? If in fact it's happening, it's one of those where it's like I care so much more yet again about the political backstage intrigue about the result of the match <laughs> because this is a match that is literally being booked to not give you a finish. Mm. That's why it's been it's been booked to grab the attention of the viewer to fool them into thinking a big match is going to happen. It's pretext to another angle involving each match at WrestleMania. You will not get a finish at all. It'll get thrown out one way or the other. So it's not like a classic match. It is a classic ratings grab. So I can't really get invested in it other than, will Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair piss each other off again? (laughs) It could split into two brawls.
3: Might never even be a tag match, you know what I mean? Mm. It might start off, and then the the chaos of the fight and heal straight away might just result in the two opponents, the two challengers, scrapping with the champions, and then them splitting off, and it being this arena wide brawl. You know how the um, the car stuff from thirty five was like the last raw, wasn't it? Like Charlotte and Ronda and all that with gotcha. the smash windows and all that. You could do run two segments simultaneously oh, wow, yeah. of the two brawls spilling out all over the building, and it never even the bell barely even rings before the tag match has just been thrown out because the the cannot you know the violence can't be contained or something like that. I'm
1: fascinated by this though. Obviously we are just days away from WrestleMania. Um you've got the history as you as you alluded to there between the people involved in it. You've arguably got next year's WrestleMania main events plural there. You could easily see Bianca Belair and Charlotte being put together potentially. Uh, and obviously Becky and Rhonda is already penciled in, I think it's fair to say for WrestleMania thirty nine. So, uh, like you say, uh, it's one of those... Uh, we're going to get through many matches in a second, siege, where uh, there's probably not going to be a definitive finish, but it's all a part of this hype train for, for the weekend.
2: Aye, and I've just lost interest in everything you've just talked about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get a finish. I'm just going to get some brawls. It's, it's fine. It's I'll give them this. This raw feels kind of massive. Mm. If you're a WWE fan, you're bang into that match. If you're, like, a formal guy who just wants to get in on the cody verse patter it's kind of unmissable in that respect they are loading this with a cynical sort of i don't really care about building storylines but we'll we'll make you watch just before we make you pay money for this strategically it's very clever
1: Mm.
0: life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now we all carry around different stresses. They can be. a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/slash WhatCulture today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P.com/slash WhatCulture. Now, uh, astonishingly, because uh, I was of the opinion uh, that. Uh, Survivor Series is the one night of the year where, uh, you know, brands clash. We are getting a Raw versus SmackDown match. And it's another match that's not going to have a finish. Tag Team Champions taking on each other. Uh, RK Bro versus uh, the Uso's. Um, (laughs) And yeah, it it does feel like, I mean, you've got the other contenders fighting uh, in a match as well, which we'll talk about in a second. But yes, it does feel like, Neither can afford to lose yeah, no, this close. Cause, yeah, because they can't. They can't. I mean, then it, th- you say that, but then the Usos are getting beat on SmackDown literally
2: every single week. Um, the only sort of. This is WWE brain. The only drama here potentially is in the Usos winning through nefarious means, and there might be a little bit of a thread of, oh, does Riddle. Does Randy Orton hate Riddle still a little bit? Is there still that? Um, dramatic wrinkle at play in the triple threat match, which otherwise it's just a raw match with a star who's got a great heart tag in it. So there's things they can do, I guess, to p- drive something for WrestleMania. But this will get thrown out, DQ, count out more likely than not. It's g- it's probably going to go like 17 minutes. And <laughs> yeah. A lot of dickheads are probably going to go, yeah, it was really great this. And like, was, it, was it until the finish? Because it's not it's not much. It's not any. It's not got a finish. They're doing the this. Three and three quarter star match with no finish. Um, And as I said before, I'll say it probably again tomorrow morning. And I'll probably say it again in the weeks and months and hopefully years to come. And my guise as a content producer for whatculture.com slash WWE. It's my least favorite thing in wrestling. I'd rather it was just good and meaningful. Terrible so I can make jokes about it. Having the
3: audacity to do something really good for no purpose just pisses me off. Mm. I think this goes about eight or nine minutes. And then the Alpha Academy... Arrive on the scene to take out RK Bro, but then they're stopped at the pass. Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura on Raw. Yeah. And then you come back from a commercial break and it's an eight man tag because uh, the only reason Street Profits are missing out is because they don't quite fit because they're baby faces and we've already got the equal number of baby faces mm. and heels. It gets converted into a, like, put the Street Profits on commentary or something like that. And you have the eight man tag where it's the mix of the champions and challengers and SmackDown as a mimicking of the women's division thing. And, I, and that itself, doesn't get a finish when the Street Profits get involved. and the
1: Well, Street Profits are in action against the Alpha Academy as well, so maybe they merge the two.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: I there you go. Because it's, it's, that's another match, again, that could possibly not have a finish. What's another match? Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Oh, God
3: damn it. They're not going to give that a finish either. you got both as contenders for the titles at WrestleMania. Like, you beat one now, then they're, they've they got no credibility. Well, actually, if they've got no credibility... The that Usos that just lost.
2: Win. One of the Usos just lost on SmackDown this week. It's yeah. one of those where it's like... Which version of bad are you going to get? Because it can't possibly be good. Are you going to have a match with two contenders in a triple threat match upcoming at WrestleMania? What version of bad are you going to get? Because it's put yourself in a corner booking. Put yourself into a corner booking. Mm-hmm. Does a team that you realistically want to watch the show think, no, oh, I'm watching a title match, the prospect, the prospect of a title change, do you want one team? There's three ways this could go bad. <laughs> One team loses, and the idea is, oh, they don't have a chance at WrestleMania. Swerve, they do, and the idea of wins and losses really don't matter at all, and this is known. Or one team just loses, and then they don't win at WrestleMania. Why were they in the match in the first place? Or you don't get a finish to the match. Like, no good can come of this. It's a a night full of no meaningful stuff or good can come of these matches. It's
3: a bit unwieldy, so I'd probably go with WrestleMania Raw as well. Uh, Boogs shreds his guitar really, really loudly. And Chad Gable goes, shush, shush, please. And tries to out him as he shreds. And gets ruled up in the process. Yeah, it's happening in the middle of a match. How's that?
1: (laughs) 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 Tell you what, that's enough to drive me to drink. Speaking of which, uh, if you want to get your hands on some delicious (laughs) beers in time (laughs) for WrestleMania, we have got our own What Culture beer that we have made. Michael Sidgwick named it Clickbait Thumbnail, it's got yellow arrows on it and everything. It is a 5.3% YPA, um, and we tasted it on Wrestle Culture, and it is genuinely delicious.
2: It's lush. Like, we cracked it open, poured it, and my first... I've got this thing, right? This would be nothing to anyone. Me and my wife call them hot spur beers, because the pub in Newcastle that does, like, cask ales, where they're not fizzy. It's like your Abbott stuff. Like, before craft beer got cool, you'd call it a hot spur beer. Right, because it was the kind of beer you're getting the hot spur. I love the Hotspur. It's a pub, I just didn't really like their Cascale selection. Mm-hmm. Get, get yourself the hot spur if you ever come up to Newcastle. Great pub, beer selection, not for me. So we'd always go, Oh, hot, a hot spur beer, this. So whenever I would go somewhere, and even if it looked like lush and it was craft and it had one of these stupid, gimmicky, lovely things <laughs> on the bottle, I, I love them really, but they are very gimmicky, and would open it, and if it fell short of what the ridiculously convoluted graphic on the can, you'd go, Oh, after all that, it's a hot spur beer. Mm. It's a hot spur beer. This is absolutely not a hot spur beer. We would genuinely sigh with relief. Oh, it's not a hot spur beer, this. And like, <laughs> love the idea. That was a tropical, like, proper hoppy, like, really well made mm. modern IPA. It doesn't reinvent the wheel of a modern IPA. It just really does a great job of perfecting the formula. I was taken by how much I really wanted more of it as soon as it hit my palate. Yeah. And I realized it's not like a 3.8. Neck oil no, is. It is not. <laughs> this is 5.3. So that's gradually. If you have too many of these too early, you're going to be knackered. So I would exercise caution, <laughs> but I would still absolutely
3: order that. It's, I and mean, you said it, it's uh, It's so smooth for a 5.3. Yeah. You do not notice it's 5.3 until it's nine at night and you've had five cans. <laughs> five cans.
1: <laughs> it's, it's so great. we
3: should say drink responsibly. Absolutely. Anyway. Yeah. But particularly, this could be a little bit of a cool, <laughs>
2: insidious beer. So just realize that as nice as it is, you don't want it too much yeah don't, don't be like having three of these during a Wrestlemania kickoff <laughs> <laughs>
3: otherwise you're never making the main <laughs> event
2: because we are complete idiots who just love the Fiend versus Goldberg because we love Freud. Mm. A, a better match pairing genuinely would be like a Hiroshi Tanahashi and a Carter match mm. <laughs> like
1: enjoy it but realize the best bits can come at the end and the Nothing gets spunks too early. <laughs> uh, well, you can get your hands on it at topropebrewing.com. Once again, apologies to our uh, American listeners, our international listeners, basically, anyone know, not in Europe uh, who can't get their hands on this. We are planning to do something along those lines in the future. But for now, if you're in Europe, topropebrewing.com. £45 for 12 delicious craft beers, uh, a selection uh, of some other to, uh, uh, toprope brewing's other great beers, alongside some cans of clickbait thumbnail. Uh, and if you enter code here's why at checkout, you will get free shipping as well and they will be with you in time for Wrestlemania even if you order them uh, today or tomorrow or maybe even Wednesday so make sure you go and check that out topropebrewing.com but we are talking about the Wrestlemania go-home show for Manalara and we have to talk about this eight woman tag match that's well probably also not going to get a finish Hamfler it is uh, Sasha Banks, Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan Versus Shayna Baszler, Natalya, and the women's tag team champions Carmella and Queen Solina. <laughs> there
2: it is. Your favorite bit. I love it.
1: That's the reason for the match. Yes, yeah. just I can hear you
3: saying it. I despise this match. I hate this match. Right in the entire, I look back through this because I was doubting myself a little bit, and I shouldn't have done. In the in for another article I'm writing for the website, looking back it, since the like women's evolution revolution, all also of canonized. There's still been a multi like a multi woman match on every WrestleMania since. They might have like had one big title match or something, but the, whether it be the tag belts, whether it be one of the singles titles, something on the pre show, whatever. There's always been a multi woman match because ultimately it's quite lazily booked. There's always five or six profiled wrestlers at the time, but for the most part, it's lazily booked. What you what I'm not going to speak for anybody else. What I've noticed in some of these multi woman matches is the level of the star dictates how egregiously offensive that match is. That's unfair to. The vast majority of the women, mm. but nobody gets booked, ever. You have about three stories at any given time, and that's it. There's so many women that are underused. It's, it's absolutely becoming an AEW versus WWE thing, this, because and I would have been the first to give AEW women's battles for the longest time. Their division is far superior to WWE at this point. Far, far superior. And that's despite the fact that WWE, are, like, almost at parity, always, in terms of representation, in terms of quantity, they're almost at parity. But the booking of the majority of this division is absolutely disgraceful. This feels the most egregious ever because Sasha Banks is in it. Like, I keep going back I've said it. this on the SmackDown. Smash is piss poor and pathetic, but it's even worse because Sasha Banks is in it. I've, like, jokingly suggested that on the night they'll just do a Hardy Boys thing and they'll be like, Bailey and are backstage and they're really over and people have missed them with we'll Hoyman in the match and then they win the belts and it's like, how do they get along? Who cares? People are just glad to see them. I'll pop, like, mad if, like, Bailey mm. and right there. It'll work. You know what I mean? It'll look amazing on the night. Assuming that doesn't actually happen it's this it's like what's, what's the best case scenario from this steaming pile of shit it's, <laughs> it's Sasha Banks raising a title aloft a title, I like Naomi a great deal but a title that is synonymous with a relationship she's got with somebody else on the oh sorry it's, it's, it's absolutely the greatest women's tags it's, uh, it's toilet this and this is ball
1: circling stuff there might be a finish, though, I suppose. It's eight women, so uh, shenanigans. Baby
3: faces win. That's the one thing I will say about these this wretched match and how how they've arrived at it and all that. Sasha and Naomi tend to keep winning. It's as if they're trying to apologise while still booking the match all the same. It's like, all of these losers, apart from that big star and Naomi, who everybody genuinely likes. So they're the one team that have been, if you want to call it protected, I wouldn't, but they've been protected by wins and losses in the run-up to this. All the rest of them, complete loser.
1: Do you think they're going to reference the the losing record of Owen 6 of Sasha's at WrestleMania? It feels like they're going to make that a thing.
2: What an indictment of the stupid company this (laughs) is.
1: Sasha Banks has proven herself in the ring, selling, on
2: offense. So creative, so cool, so believable, so dangerous feeling, urgent, whatever. She's no 6 at WrestleMania. And it's a disgrace. Look at the following she has do not realize people naturally gravitate towards this woman to a frankly scary degree at times. <laughs> if we we, if we promote her very well and consistently and thrust her in important spots quite often, maybe more people will like her to the level that her stands do. Why won't they do this? They are incompetent. I'm telling you now, like... If she walks into any other promotion, well, one promotion, realistically, <laughs> yeah. and they realize, hang on, we can't really mess about. She can have a match on top of the other women's match. She has
1: to wrestle most weeks and just be the champion. She would be, she'll transform things. Mm. It's mad that, this yeah, like you say, she's not involved in something bigger. But, yeah, I sense the babyface team goes over here um, because Shane and Talia Carl- Carmella and Quintalina, arguably any of them can take the fall in this match, in my opinion, and on... On WrestleMania as well, to be perfectly honest. Uh, right, final things to look forward to because I don't want to talk anymore about Edge and AJ Styles. They haven't advertised anything, so uh, I don't know how Edge will do oh, some who cares. or a buddy monologue or whatever. Wow, uh, blue. <laughs> so <laughs> instead, we've got to talk about revenge because uh, we Ray Mysterio oh, wants God. payback on the Miz. Uh, the Miz, of course, unmasking Ray Mysterio last week. Do you think he'll he'll get payback, sage or more importantly? Do you think Logan Paul wears the mask this week?
2: They are... I'm just repeating my takes on the review from last week. But they are weirdly not into the idea of Logan Paul mega heel when Logan Paul in real life is a mega heel. It's like getting heat is so hard in wrestling nowadays. There's an entirely different podcast length debate to be had over why that is the case. I think a lot of people in real life are just numb to everything and don't care. Heat is hard to come by. And even then, it's quite performative. Everyone really loves MJF as a character. Mm -hmm. Anyone truly hates him. People hate Logan Paul. WWE, if they were competent, would give them yet more reasons to hate Logan Paul. And in that weird Cleveland-specific segment with Jerry Lawler, they seem to intimate that they want Logan Paul to be their goodie at the end of this. Ranking competence, this company deserves to go out of business.
3: (laughs) What I want for tonight, Um, not least because we got Another good example of it last week, and the Miz has done this before, I want the Mysterio music to hit the big, the big hit, like the firework that comes off of the big pop, and then Logan Paul to emerge in the mask, but not just in the mask. I know he promotes like this clothing brand he's got, so he's probably wearing a T-shirt or something. And Prime, he's got a drink as well. Hold in one of them, why not? Uh, but he's in Mysterio tights. And the Miz coming out as his Dominic. <laughs> and the two of them come to the ring and Miz just turns up the Dominic dweeb level. He's got, like, that full bodysuit thing on yeah, the Dominic. Yeah, Yeah, all that sort of stuff, like, all that backslapping, And then the Mysterios come out and, like, they cannot abide this disrespect. And you get pulled apart. But, like, if Logan Paul, if WWE are afraid of the heat, because Logan Paul will get some arson around in Rey Mysterio's mask, like, th- and they don't really book it to be that much of a heat segment, doesn't act, it doesn't need to last very long, and the Mysterios can run them off, and there's the invisible wall and see it wrestlemania and all that sort of stuff. Um, if if Logan Paul is afraid of the heat and he doesn't really want to do too much, you've got the Miz there hammering it up as Dominic really, really taking zero in on the many things there are to mock about mm-hmm. Dominic. Truthfully, there are to mock about Dominic Mysterio, and they have a bit of fun with it, and you still get to that invisible wall, but without, without anywhere near approaching the, the furnace that they could have created with this real awful person <laughs> that they've got, <laughs> and they've, they've yet to really exploit the. The full awfulness of. Uh,
1: that's what I'd like them to do with this. A few more days. A bit of fun with it. Yeah, I, f- I sincerely think that he's not getting paid back tonight because uh, what, why, why do I do why I don't want to see the match on, on Sunday. I don't or know why I want to see it
3: anyway because Dominic was Like
1: it. The heels are winning. Oh, 100%. Like, it's, it's a he's s- coming off the top rope, he's promised, Logan Paul. Looks good in the training stuff that I've seen. So. he's a proper athlete not yeah. a proper athlete but he's an athlete yeah he's a wrestler Probably be better than Dominic I think So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well let us know your thoughts ahead of Wrestlemania Raw tonight on Twitter at WhatCulture WWE uh, watch there you can follow all three of us you can follow Michael Hamflit at Michael Hamflitz. Follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick follow me at Adam Wilborn follow us all at WhatCulture WWE as I said uh, and make sure you subscribe to what Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts and if you're there on iTunes leave us a five star review review and suggest something short crap and wrestling related for us to review instead of a god-awful wrestlemania raw segment Uh, and also if you subscribe to what culture wrestling wherever you get your podcast from our raw review complete with a five-star review review will drop into your feed as soon as it is released tomorrow but for now this has been the wrestlemania raw preview my thanks to the dadly boys thank you for joining us and we will see you soon